To the untrained eye, real estate is the business of shelter, of comfort, of home. But industry insiders know that just behind the curtain resides a world teeming with innovation and disruption and sometimes brutal competition. And there, in the midst of it all, stand our industry leaders, the folks with the answers to our million-dollar questions in real estate. We've got one of those leaders here for you today. I'm Jessica Edgerton. And I'm Tarko Heidinga from leading real estate companies of the world. Let's pull back the curtain. Welcome to Million Dollar Question. This is a Soulfire production. A very good morning, good afternoon or good evening. Welcome again to another episode here of a million dollar question. So excited that you could make it again for one of our episodes where we'll be introducing you again, a very special person that we can find here in the real estate industry, the global real estate industry, I should tell you. And today we're going to talk a little bit more about marketing and also more specific about lead generation. Today we have a very special guest uh, from a digital marketing company that specializes in all of these things, today we introduce Jamie Arthur. So Jamie Arthur is the CEO of a Property Webmasters, a digital marketing company that helps estate agents generate more leads by producing innovative strategies specializing in social media, email marketing, search engine optimization, and providing them with a full 360 marketing plan. Jamie and his team specializes in helping frustrated estate agents generate more inquiries, more valuations, and more introductions through these digital marketing strategies so that they can spend more time on selling, attracting more clients, and of course, growing their business. Jamie is well known in the industry for being ambitious, hardworking, and a strategic individual with significant experience in the digital and creative marketing space, specific to the property and the real estate industry. Property Webmasters also offers like design, development, and uh, property marketing services on a global scale, building and implementing award-winning digital marketing strategies specific to our real estate industry, which also includes tailored marketing services such as lead generation, web design, regional search, newsletter marketing, digital strategy, and so many more. All of them have proven to generate more leads and eventually grow the agent's business. Have a lot of fun with the upcoming episode with Jamie Arthur. Okay, hi Jamie, welcome to the show. Great to have you with us here. So nice uh, to, to hear you and to see you. Already been looking forward so much in, uh, in doing this uh, podcast with you. How have things been? Uh, very good, and yeah, I'd like to sort of echo 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 the thoughts there. I'm very very happy to be here, and thanks for thanks for having me along as a guest on the on the podcast. Wonderful, wonderful, Jamie. Uh, so, be, uh, like I said, the show is called Million Dollar Question. I do have a million dollar question ready for you, but before we go there, uh, quickly, you know, I, I was doing some research uh, for this show, and one of the things that I, of course, looked at was your LinkedIn, and then I suddenly realized that you are already 17 years running and working in property webmasters. So just for the entrepreneurs out there, right? How do you keep a company moving for so long? What keeps you motivated and what inspires you to just keep this company moving? Um, yeah, it's been it's been a long time now being involved in, in the tech tech side of things, actually longer than 17 years that I've been involved in, in tech. So um, 
Yeah, just I, I'm, I think the, ins- the inspiration, the motivation comes from knowing how big this can get, um, how big the com- company can get. So obviously we've, we've come a long way since, uh, since we started out 17 years ago and um, over the last 18 months specifically, um, things have kind of ramped up uh, big time for us. So it's, 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 it's sort of continuing that belief throughout, throughout the process that, that, that this, things can, uh, can become quite significant for the business. And that's something that obviously motivates you every day and that's uh, uh, something that, that we try to sort of pass on to the team to, to, to be motivated by as well. Um, but not only that, I mean, I'm, I, I'm passionate about uh, the tech side of things. I'm passionate about design, passionate about marketing. I love traveling and I love the real estate industry as well. So it's um, all of those things come, come thick and fast every day. So it's, uh, it's, it's just something that uh, obviously I wake up to every morning and, um, and enjoy. So yeah, apart from that, it's, it's the enjoyment. Wonderful, wonderful, Jamie. We, we will talk more about leadership and about your company a little bit later, but let's let's go go dive deep into a, a bit of, of our audience, right? And our audience, mm-hmm. real estate people, real estate agents, realtors all over the world listening to this podcast. And, you know, when I talk to these people, I, I get a lot of marketing questions. It's always about, hey, how do I get leads? How do I get more leads? How do I get more quality leads, you know, and so many of them struggle all the time, right? Because they know that leads is the fuel of the business, right? The, the, the fuel mm-hmm. of where it all starts is getting in that lead. So the million dollar question for today is, what is your advice to real estate professionals out there to build a sustainable and a profitable lead generation flow? What would you say to them? Um, well, yeah, I think we, we come back to us that there are multiple marketing channels that you can focus on, obviously the property portal side of things. But I think if, if, if you're focused on building your own brand and building a personal brand, I think own brand marketing is, is something that, that every agent that wants a sustainable future should be should be investing quite heavily in. Um, and that doesn't mean financially. It, it could be just be investing a lot of time into it. Um, so building your personal profile, um, obviously that that's... that's yourself obviously um but it's also your website it's your social channels it's doing video it's relationship building it's working with the community you might be going to charity event it's all about building that personal personal brand and and the more time you spend on that um the better really because um that, that's what we see from a lot of our clients that have had a a long a long sort of established um sort of, well time within the industry basically so um, anybody that invests heavily in, in, in their own brand marketing is, is bound for, for success, really. Um, it's basically a numbers game. It's, it's the, the more people that see you, um, the more business you, 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 you will win, basically. Um, and and that's, that's around the community. That's, that's getting involved in, in all kinds of things. Uh, and it's not just about sort of throwing a few, a few pounds at um, uh, some, some social media marketing. It, it's, it's all encompassing. It's, it's working on the brand itself. Uh, and that, yeah. that's obviously on a mini, miniature scale. That's that's looking at you actually from from your logo right through to to how you present yourself as a business um, in in your community. Wonderful, wonderful. And then as a, as a little follow up question to that, Jamie, of course, like you you say brand, yeah. and I so much agree with that, right? I I learned at, at many stages of my career in real estate that the earlier you start focusing on the brand, it can actually also cut down on lead generation costs because people know you better in the market. They reach more organically to you in the market because they simply know you better. But for for new agents and maybe also even for experienced agents out there that 
you know, have been, you know, doing things differently and they're thinking now, okay, I, yeah, yeah, Jamie is right. I need to get into this whole brand uh, development, right? I have to start positioning myself. How would you advise them to get started? What, what is the first step? Uh, own brand, really. Well, you've got to you've got to think about who you are as a person, uh, and if if you get that across in in any of your marketing, then it, it you don't realise how much benefit that can have. So it might be that you you run a few videos, um, and that might be you just I don't know walking down a, a street in in your local neighbourhood, talking about uh, talking about the neighbourhood itself, the benefits of living there. Um, and this, this, it's not just about talking about the, the neighborhood itself so people can be attracted to it, but it's about people being attracted to you and wanting to work with you as, as, as an individual. Um, and if people feel like they know you before they even meet you, then it, you've almost got the deal, whatever deal it is, um, the deal signed before you meet them. So um, just getting that brand out there um, of yourself uh, and, and getting that sort of personal approach across is, is it's very, very rewarding um, from a return yeah. on investment perspective. Wonderful, wonderful. I think that that definitely will benefit uh, m many of our listeners, right? Foc focusing on that. We will we'll dive a little bit more also in some tools and some channels in yeah. a little while. But uh, like I said earlier, you have been in this business, the marketing business, and specifically, I, I call it the real estate marketing business because real estate is kind of the unique industry, how you position yourself, right? Like I said, you mm -hmm. have to brand yourself. You need to know how to market listings or maybe new developments. And you know, a lot has changed over the past 17 years, you know, when it comes to marketing and also lead gen. Let's mm -hmm. look a little bit at the future, right? What, what do you see as new trends or new things happening in the future when it comes to real estate marketing? Um, well, yeah, with real estate marketing, the, the future is, is definitely, uh, as it has been for a number of years now, it's definitely digital. Um, and I think during the, the, the pandemic, the, people started to embrace digital a lot more and we were seeing a lot of a lot of transactions done sort of online. So people weren't even, they were, they were having video walkthroughs through through virtual reality and, and sort of the artificial intelligence side of things. So we'll see a lot more of that. Um, it'll become a lot more mainstream. I think, I'm just guessing that percentages here, but I would imagine it'd be less than 1% of, uh, of agents that uh, have uh, embraced that on a daily basis. So we'll certainly see a big, uh, a big influx of, of technology coming out um, for those sides of things. Um, we've also got the metaverse, which, which could open up a number of marketing channels and opportunities. We don't know what, exactly what they're, they're going to be um, just yet, but uh, that, that's bound to open up a whole new whole new doorway to, to what we can do and how we, how we can engage with our clients. Mm -hmm. um, I know I just touched on, on the video side of things, but video is, is, is absolutely flying at the moment. And um, we're seeing that uh, the agents that use video are just sort of, they're growing at, 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 at a ridiculous rate. Um, it can take a bit of a, bit of quite a lot of time to, to pull the videos together and uh, a bit of investment up front, but um, yeah. it, the return on that is, is is absolutely incredible. So we'd encourage people to, to, to embrace that as much as they can. Um, I think we, we'll, we'll also see quite a lot of user-generated content. So um, if we're talking about SEO and SEO um, going back, well, historically, has always been about sort of just updating content, um, creating sort of pillar pages, updating your yeah. blog and news articles and uh, and having sort of an internal and external linking strategy. But I think we'll see a lot more user-generated content. And what I mean by that is how you how you can get people to physically write the content for you. So you might have, for an example, um, you might have an area guide on your website uh, about yeah. Marbella, for instance. But 
if, if, you, if you can somehow get your network or your community on your website to start engaging with that content and, and writing their own reviews and um, perhaps saying like recommending restaurants um, through through your website a bit, bit more like um, yeah, a bit more sort of like a, a community of, of, of people discussing these things I think we'll see a lot more of that and that that will be that will be fantastic for anybody's SEO um, and marketing efforts so that's um, yeah, so that's something that would I would encourage people to, to look into and it's something that we're trying to build into our technology as we speak so we want to, we want to yeah. generate as much of that user-based uh, content so it's it's great because uh, you're actually getting people to write the content for you, so you don't actually actually invest that much time or cost into it, other so than the uh, perhaps a bit of upfront cost in the in the technology side of things. Wonderful, wonderful. I I I want to as a, also again as a little bit as a follow up question, right? I really like your point about videos. I've been I've been saying it for years, you know, to agents, you know, more videos, put your put your face out there, you know. Uh, let people see you, let them hear you, you know, uh, be in mm -hmm. front of the camera. What would you say to those professionals, right, that say, they usually say two things to me. They say, one, I don't have the budget to all do all these videos and record yeah. all these videos and hire all these production teams and cameramans and videographers. I, I, I don't have that. Or they might say to me, uh, you know, Taco or Jamie, uh, I'm a bit shy. I'm a bit camera shy. I don't really like to be in front of a camera. What What would you tell them? Um, I think, yeah, you're going to have two, two, two trains of thought there with the cost side of things. I mean, touching on the cost um, implication, I mean, I mean we're, we're sat here today having a conversation which will hopefully um, reach reach the network and, and be well, well digested by the network. Um, and this hasn't cost us anything other than a, a, an hour's time. Um, we've, we've jumped on our on our, our laptops. We've got a got a, um, a platform here that we can run the, the podcast from, and it hasn't it hasn't taken any cost whatsoever. So things like this can be uh, can be very beneficial. But um, with regards to, to being shy, I think well, it depends who's in your business and who's the, who's the best person to be to be building that personal profile. So if 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 you are that person that. That really, really doesn't want to, and really, really isn't comfortable. And nobody can, nobody can force you to do that. So, is there anybody within your business that's it's comfortable to do that? Um, but what I would say is, if you are that shy person that, that, that does uh, that does sort of doesn't like doing these kinds of things, it's, it's actually when you, when you're doing them, it's it's quite enjoyable, and it, it almost becomes a bit of a, a bit of a buzz. You get the confidence. You're glad you did it. It's like anything in life that you, you dread doing. You're glad you're glad when it's over, and then you want that buzz again. So. Um, yeah. Just, just, just try it. Um, try it in, in behind closed doors. See what happens. See what kind of response you get. Um, and so, yeah, just practice, 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 practice. Basically. Nice, nice. I really like that. I really like that. Um, so, uh, again, you must have met many real estate professionals. I know you talk to uh, brokers, developers all over the world, right? Regarding mm -hmm. real estate marketing. Uh, and looking yeah. a bit at your most successful clients that you have out there in the real estate industry, what do you feel is the key to this to their real estate success, right? And maybe also in relation to marketing. What is it specifically that these people do that you have learned from them over the years that that makes them stand out or do so well in this industry? Um, I think that the most successful agents that we've worked with um, have a have a sort of attitude and a and a and a thought process of just being being as honest as they possibly can and showing empathy throughout the process, whether that's um, if you're trying to get a new vendor on board to sell their property with yourself or if, you, if, you, if you're 
so educating a buyer on on what kind of property they might want to go for. So if you're if you're brutally honest um, and you, you do your research, you give honest opinions, um, you show empathy, uh, and you actually provide that service to the client, then you've got a client for life. Um, it might be that somebody thinks they want to, to, to buy a property in, in, in Nice, in France, but uh, after, after you've actually sat down with that client and understood the, why, what, what kind of lifestyle it is that they want to, want to achieve, um, then, then you, could, you might actually advise them to, I don't know, maybe go down the road to Antibes because they'll get a better lifestyle, they'll be able to um, get a better property for the price that they're, they're willing to invest. So I think that the, the best agents have that kind of relationship with their clients and then Look what, what's going to happen once you've, you've, you've proven that to the to the client that um, you were right and the, and they were right to buy your property in Antibes. What's going to happen next time they're, they're looking to sell their property or next time they're going looking to, to buy another property, and mm. and word of mouth as well. So obviously all of these people that this this client knows will will also recommend you. So I, I, can't, I can't stress enough how how important that is to be to be honest and. Um, Sometimes you might give an honest opinion that the, the client doesn't doesn't want to hear, and obviously make that uh, written in the best po possible context. But um, uh, it's certainly it's certainly worth doing that because that's I think people um, respect that uh, moving forward. Yeah, I, I very much agree with that. Empathy, honesty. If if you would relate that again back to what you said earlier, right, about the branding, and mm -hmm. and how maybe these companies or even these 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 individuals how they position themselves right and if you see how they do their brand how they set up their branding right what 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 do you see as really a a, a success strategy what they do right is it is it all about them or is it uh, is it something specific they do that works well with the market what 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 are some of the patterns that you that you see with these companies uh, for for own brands yes Marketing. Um, well, it depends. I mean, own brand is, 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 is sort of can figure out a lot of uh, objectives. So um, you might be. It might be you're on a recruitment drive, and and your own brand marketing suggests that after we put a video out a couple of weeks ago of how of how how brilliant the office environment is, and how how people are performing, and um, and and getting that across. So. It's not just about attracting buyers and sellers. It's a, it's it's attracting. It's about attracting new new talent within within your business as well. So how mm -hmm. you can you can portray that as a business. Um, yeah. It's ju it just it just ticks so many boxes when you when you when you're shouting about your brand and the more the more eyes on it, the the, the better the business will be. Um, obviously, if you if you service the clients correctly. So yeah, I can't emphasize that enough. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm just curious to know, right, uh, Jamie, that, you know, you, like you said, marketing uh, is a lot of trial and error, right? A lot of testing, you know, seeing what works, what sticks. Um, what, are, what are some of the things you, you, invest, you, you have invested a lot of time in, but eventually actually didn't work out? You know, any tools or channels that you feel don't really work for the real mm -hmm. estate business? Um, I'm of the belief that anything can work. Um, Naturally, we've been in the business now for, for, for a long time, so we've tried everything, even even social media channels. We've had campaigns that, that, that didn't work in the past, but it's a case of refining those to get to the point where you you, you know exactly what the strategy should be. So um, I can't think of any sort of marketing channel that, that, that can't work and, and, mm -hmm. and any, any channel that uh, agents and brokers should, should dismiss completely. It's just about the strategy behind it and how you use that channel. That's uh, the most important thing. 
Um, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll use social media as an example. So Facebook is a, is a fantastic channel to, um, to, to, to drive business and, and attract new clients. But if, if all you're doing is, is, is if you've got a feed from your website showcasing the, the latest properties that have been added, then that's not, that's not going to be, be very good. It's, it's just going to be people are going to get sick of just scrolling through hundreds of new properties every day. So that, yeah. that's a bad strategy and, and, we've put, and it shows that you get very, very little engagement from it. So, mm -hmm. so some agents out there might think that Facebook doesn't work. Um, it's not Facebook doesn't work. It's the strategy that's not working. So... Um, so I think people need to sort of think outside the box a little bit and not be so dismissive of things just because something hasn't worked previously. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's more about how you use that uh, particular channel. Wonderful, wonderful. You were, you were just talking about Facebook a little bit and that brings me to uh, kind of the next topic, right? Our, our two big uh, online traffic friends, uh, Google and Facebook, right? You know, lead gen over these two channels have have, uh, have risen in po popularity in the past few years, like like drastically, right? They they are like now are the agent's best friend, right? And uh, and uh, but they can also be quite expensive lead uh, lead gen strategies, right? For for anyone that is thinking to start the journey on these two platforms, you already gave some advice just now, but let's say they want to really start advertising on these platforms, right? Maybe using Google Ads. Uh, or maybe the Facebook advertising platform, what advice would you give them before they really start going into these tools? Um, I think you've got to look at it from, 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 from a few, few angles, really. Yes, if you're just starting out, it's going to be expensive. You're going to have to give it time. So, so don't, don't sort of just assume that after month one, if you've had uh, one or two inquiries from a, from a campaign, it's cost you a few hundred pounds, then don't, don't be put off by that. Um, because over time it does get better and better. So you, as, you, as you're building more audiences, you're driving more traffic to the website, relevant traffic hopefully as well. So uh, you, you need to be working with the right company that's, that's going, to be, going to be monitoring all of this. So you're not just throwing money, um, throwing money away on, on the campaigns. So yes it, yes, it can be expensive, but you've got, to, you've got to try and squeeze everything out of it. So if the traffic that you're generating or driving to the website um, is relevant, then you need to be thinking about how, if they don't engage the first time they come through the website, how are you then remarketing to that audience that you've built? So obviously we can we can track things um, through websites now, obviously uh, GD, fully GDPR compliance um, side of things as well. So you can you can track a lot of this and then you can remarket to those people. So if somebody comes through your website, um, they don't engage with the website the first time around, you could then sort of present ads to them through through social media because you know kind of know who they are um, without without having their name um, and contact details at that point. So it's how you then engage with them afterwards as well. So it needs to be a full like sort of multi-channel approach. So it, it's not, it can work just doing, just running one channel, but it, it's much more sort of optimized if, if, if you run multiple channels. Um, mm -hmm. What you also need to consider is uh, the CRO side of things. So that for, for anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's conversion rate optimization. So anybody that does go to your landing page, website, or, or, yeah, or whatever page that you've set up, basically, um, you need to ensure that that person has a good experience when they get there. So the website needs to be fast. It needs to be relevant. Um, the content needs to be engaging. Um, if, if it's going to a properly, um, properly search results page, um, you need to have quite a, quite a decent inventory for that, for that particular yeah. um, property search. Calls to action, uh, you've got um, 
sort of lead capture side of things as well. So you can have live chats, you can have behavioural overlays. So it's maximising the opportunity to actually engage with that client when they visit your website. So it's not. So people need to be analysing thoroughly what where you're sending all of this traffic to. So yeah, yeah it, it's it's. It's a, a strategy that we've obviously been working on for, for quite some time, so we've we've kind of got it got it nailed down now. But it it, it does it, it does need time, um, and you do need to analyse quite a lot of things to, to make it well, yeah. perform as well as it possibly can. Yeah, I understand, and and you're definitely right. It, it you need to give it some time. You also have need to give it some money. You need to let the platform also learn from a few exactly. test rounds, right? To 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 let the platform understand what audience and target market you're, you're after. So it's much deeper than just putting an ad on and just on it and next morning you have a bucket full of leads in, uh, in your system. Unfortunately, yeah. if it was that, I mean, if it was that easy, then uh, we would all be sitting on Facebook, I guess. But, well, exactly, um, yeah. but that, to, to, to simplify it a little bit for our listeners, right? Let's say I, I, I'm an agent, I come meet you, Jamie, and I say, listen, I'm thinking of a, of an, of a Facebook ad strategy, right? I wanna get some leads, uh, I, I want to, you know, I, I'm working in this geographical target area. I'm trying to get some listings. Uh, I want to, I want to throw my name out there. I want to make sure that I can get some appointments. What is a strategy that you would recommend to them using Facebook? What, what would you say? Okay, just what kind of ad? What kind of, you know, sequence? What is the the thing that you would advise them to do first? Is this to attract sellers? Did you say? Yes, to a, let's say let's say sellers, for example. Um, well, you've got to you've got to sort of got to pique their interest. Uh, in the UK, and it's probably the same for for, for other areas. Um, quite a lot of people are just sort of inquisitive, uh, so they they want they want to know what kind of value their property might be. So that that campaign might look like um, get a get an instant online market valuation now, or book book a book a valuation. So if you're looking to attract sellers, you could you could you could go down. Down that route, um, yeah. But also, like you've got to, you've got to be thinking. If if, if you're in a, an estate agency that's that's been running for ten years, you could look at your own. You, obviously, you will be looking, or you should be looking at your own databases, and you should be looking at what um, what what kind of uh, what, how long somebody lives on average in a certain area. So, if somebody live, lives in um, Estepona in, in the Costa del Sol for an average of three years. If you if 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 you're all over your database, uh, you can educate yourself as to when somebody is, is likely to be moving on again. Um, mm-hmm. So all of this can can be can form part of your sort of your drip campaign sequence sequence strategy that you've hopefully got set up within within your CRM solution. So mm-hmm. understanding the market um, can can educate you from a marketing perspective. Um, but yes, finding strategies that that actually encourage sellers to. To, to, to want well want to sell um, but also be even if they're not ready to sell yet there are obviously with the instant valuation side of things people can yeah. submit an inquiry and get an, an instant valuation on a property so things like that uh, certainly work and, and, and that's something that we're working on for a lot of clients um, well here in the UK actually yeah, there's a lot of clients that we've got on board that, uh, that are absolutely looking for, for more more seller listing. I, I really like that idea, and, and you're right. It's not only for the UK. I see that same here in Asia. I think so. Kind of from the from the perspective of let's give you some value first, right? Here's a valuation report, or here are the latest transaction reports, right? Download this, and in return yeah. for your information, what basically is the lead, th- then mm-hmm. I give you this report, and that is how you kind of expand on your database. That is 
That is basically yeah. it, right? So you you come from a, from an idea of let me give you value first, and that is how what would motivate people to sign up and 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 download your material, and at the same time you'll be able to build your database, correct? Absolutely, yeah. It's all about content and how you engage with um, the database is, is is really key in in the, in the seller seller marketing campaigns. So yeah, um, it, it's just how you how you understand that database and how much research you've gone into has uh, gone into how you engage with that with that database as well. Um, it might be that you you have I don't know refer a, refer a friend camp, campaign running. You've just you just sold a yeah. property to somebody um, uh, and. The seller or the buyer might—I don't know—you might you might offer an, a cash incentive or something like that to, to refer somebody on to you who, who, who they mm-hmm. knows who's, who's looking to sell their property. So, yeah. um, I think what a lot of people do, forget is that buyers are 99% of the time also sellers, and sellers are 99% of the time also buyers. Um, so, good point. Good both point, yeah. both strategies can. So, if you you could have a buyer buyer led strategy, but actually. The outcome might be you'll get more sellers from off the back of it, if that makes sense. So makes sense, um, yeah, yeah pe- people have got to got to understand that um, yeah you, you can you can run both both campaigns in, in tandem with each other. Wonderful, wonderful, Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> listen, Jamie, I, I can talk to you all day, you know, when it comes to marketing, but I know you're a busy man, so I, I'll keep it to a, a few more questions, right? Before yeah. before I let you go, uh, just coming quickly back, just one more thing about Facebook and Google. Do you think that they will be providing the same lead gen value as they do right now, still in the future, or do you believe that, you know, marketing tools and channels have an ex- expiration date, like we we? We use the marketing, then too many people use the marketing, then things will change. How, how do you see that for those both channels for in the future? Yeah, well, I can't. I certainly can't see them going anywhere, certainly not in the next five years, possibly 10 years. Um, it, it's always going to be a channel. Um, it's just a channel that will change over time. So the, the yeah. way things are done now, I mean, we see it We see it every day. You see the, the, the Google paid search side of things um, is... It's changing. Uh, it, it, it changed a few a few months. I can't know exactly, but uh, the ads yeah, changed. Yeah. The design yeah. of the ads changed. Um, yeah. So it's it's just going to change. It, it's definitely going to be there, and it, but it's just going to change. And, and and the channels themselves are going to have to adapt. Um, while yeah. whilst also the, the marketing experts and in this case, um, the brokerages are going to have to change in in their strategy. So um, it, it certainly will all, all, always be there, as, as far as I'm concerned. Wonderful. Wonderful. So uh, one more thing that, that, that I'm uh, you know, wanting to learn from you, Jamie, is uh, let's look at the individual agent. So you were talking about branding. Yeah. Should an agent really have their own website or landing page? Is that something you would recommend to any individual agent that they should have their own website or landing page? Uh, well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, how, how, how are they expected to win business without one? Um, it's It's... It's the go-to place um, that, that uh, anybody that you, that any agents currently engaging with their clients through. So, what you do, you don't realize is you might have a, a poor, poor digital um, presence, um, and you might be an agent that just thinks that um, all on it, all you need to do is rely on the portals, and it doesn't matter if my website looks uh, looks um, uh, terrible. So, but what you've got to understand is at some point. Every one of your clients is going to engage with your website at some point. Um, that might be a seller. They might be looking to, to get some information. They might be looking to get in touch with you. So, your website's got to act as um, 
as a hub, not only for potential buyers and sellers, but also for your existing client base as well. So every single person that you engage with will have some interaction with your website, and that's the importance of, 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 of making it well look professional. Um, yeah. Also got to consider that you're obviously dealing with people's sort of, it might be the biggest the biggest purchase of somebody's life, um, and if yeah. and if your if you, if your physical digital presence is poor, then why would why would I choose you over over a over a broker down the road that looks looks professional? Um, it, it's it's yeah. it's just it, 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 it's something that I, I just can't get into the mindset of some agents when they think yeah. that they, they just they just don't understand or they don't want to invest in that side of things because yeah. yeah. the the benefits just. They're incredible, um, and and for the for the cost as well, it's the return on investment is 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 tenfold compared to anything that you could, you would get from from sort of, sort of Facebook yeah. and, and any any other sort of paid marketing strategy. Um, just having a, a good online presence that um, that's, that's that's interacting with people and um, picking up traffic every day. Yeah. I so much agree with that. First, let me say that I fully agree with you. Every agent should have their website or at least a landing page that you have some online presence there, right? That you can put on your business card, say, hey, here's my online profile. But yeah. an objection or maybe even excuse what I get many times that uh, that you probably also get when you, when you talk with many of, of real estate professionals, they say, well, you know, is it really worth it? You know, I mean, these portals out there, they invest so much money of being ranked number one on Google, yeah. uh, you know, SEO, I'm already too late. I will never be able to get on the first page of Google. How are people even going to find me? Is it, is it worth the, the investment and the time and the content that I have to put together to put a website up there that nobody is even going to find? What, what would you say to somebody that comes with that kind of objection or excuse, if you will? Uh, well, you'd you'd be massively surprised at the amount of people that yes, they will use portals, but once that once they've been on the portal, they will then go and visit visit your website. So that's that's a that's a customer journey uh, that we yeah. that we've proven time and time again. Um, the amount of inquiries that we generate through our our clients' own brand websites is 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 incredible. So that reliance on property portals is you're just cutting off another avenue of of, of growth, in my opinion. Um, also, property portals don't really um, attract sellers for you. Um, it's not obviously sellers and buyers. Every agent wants both. Um, so, again, property portals don't really present. They, they they just attract buyers. So, how how do you what, what marketing strategy do they have in place to attract more sellers? And we're seeing that more and more. Obviously, in the UK, yeah. the US is, is is very very much the same. Um, and as you say, in, in Asia as well, there, Taco, the, the, the people yeah. are now desperately trying to find. In fact, we're seeing more of that in the Costa del Sol as well, where, where we're seeing a lot of agents now, because the, the, there's sort of there's waiting lists for new developments and things like that. So people are really starting to now to engage with the resale market, and now now they're thinking, okay, right. So how am I going to how can how, how can I adapt my strategy now to attract more sellers to my yeah. to my business for the resale market? So yeah, yeah it's. Yeah, you, you've got to be covering all bases, basically. Yeah, fully agree, fully agree. Uh, so we covered quite a bit on the on the marketing side, uh, just to, to go a little bit on the on the leadership and the entrepreneurial side. Uh, next to a marketing specialist, you are an entrepreneur. You know, you run this business. Uh, just, you know, what, what have been some of the key or biggest challenges for you on, on, on your entrepreneurial journey so far? Uh, I think it's... Uh, Probably the same for every every um, business owner or entrepreneur. Um, 
founder. Um, it, it's it's people. Um, getting getting the right people within the business to help you grow is is by far the biggest challenge. Um, takes a lot of time. Takes a lot of patience. Um, I mean, just in the last eighteen months, we've seen quite considerable considerable growth in the, in the business. Um, and getting the right people in the right seats is is, is 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 the biggest challenge, basically. But it's it's not just about getting the people into the into the seats. It's actually how you then sort of work with them to get them to to the level and um, and provide the motivation that they need to 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 help you grow the business. So it's it's a constant challenge, and it's um it's it's one that 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 I, that I embrace. But uh, it is it is certainly the biggest challenge within within the business. Understand, yeah, and and talking about people, right? Of course, it's important to build that team, and we know it's 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 it can be very challenging. Now, with so much experience and doing this for many years, when what do you what do you look for when it comes to selecting or interviewing new potential team members? Is there like a like a specific routine that you have, or a specific set of questions, or or do 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 you do some maybe some strength profiling? Is there something specific you do that helps you recognize good people and and people that are maybe not fit for your business? Um, yeah, obviously, with, with different roles within the business, we have a, a, a different set of questions for for, for the candidate, but. Um, I think really, well, my personal interview um, technique is just to have a conversation um, and try and get to the bottom of what what makes what makes that person tick, um, how they are motivated, how ambitious they are. Um, work ethic is obviously a big thing, and I'm sure every uh, every business owner will will um, will agree with me there. Um, you want to see uh, the work ethic. Uh, people are going to go the extra mile, um, and you want to sort of bring in a team that that, that you know are going to be. Be beside you through through the rough times. Obviously, things get challenging from from time to time, um, and we have to sort of all pull together as a team to to get through such um, such challenges. So, um, for me, it's it's about. I'd much rather work with somebody that's that wants to wants to perform and is keen for progression and is very ambitious than somebody that's that thinks they know they know everything um, and wants yeah. to yeah. So it's 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 getting that balance between uh, between the, um, the different departments and different team members of, of yeah, understanding what makes them tick, basically. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, I have two more questions more uh, for you, uh, Jamie. One is maybe mm -hmm. a bit of a strange question, but I ask almost almost every guest I have asked this question. Uh, so I'm I'm still interested also to get your thoughts on this one. Let's say imagine. You go 17 years back or however long you have to go back for this one and you had to start all over again and you need to build your career from from scratch what are three things you would focus on in the first 30 days of of, of building your career again and why are these three things so important for you um ooh, good question um i think Obviously, people that we've just talked about there, it, it would be I would focus very heavily on who, who we needed to recruit um, within within the first sort of three months of the business, um, what kind of candidate we were looking for, um, and obviously what kind of what kind of package that would involve for, for that particular candidate. Uh, yeah. So people would be very much a big one, um, probably top of the list. Um, process as well. I think process is is what makes a company grow. Um, Rapidly, so if you have the, if, you, if you work on the processes from the outset, and then every, anybody that you're onboarding into the business um, follows those processes, uh, then 
then you, you, you're setting yourself up for, for success, in my opinion. So you get the foundation right, you know exactly what, what it is that everybody's going to do within the business, and you know what the customer journey is going to look like, you know what the, yeah. the touch points are going to be during the, the customer journey. So getting that process nailed and finalised would be, would be on my um, high up there on my list. But also, um, I think expectations. I think when 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 you're a when you're a founder or a business owner, sometimes you it's difficult to manage your own expectations, and, and sort of patience doesn't come naturally to quite a lot of business owners. So, if you, if you can understand what the expectation is initially, so in, in the first thirty days, I might say, right, in six months we want to be at X. Um, and then when you hit that, it's it, it, it's a it's a great achievement. But uh, obviously, a lot of a lot of people with the with the ambition and drive that um, that, that I hold as well would would probably not still not be happy with that. So it it it's it's really sort of a, a balancing act with with managing your own expectations as a business. So I'd I'd set those out uh, and I'd make those clear to myself um, before sort of embarking on anything. Fantastic. I think uh, I think we have a book title there, People, Processes and Expectations by Jamie yeah. Arthur. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> and very nice. So, Jamie, uh, thank you so much. Uh, this has been such a joy talking with you about marketing. Uh, we will see each other, of course, uh, uh, next uh, week. We will see each other in, we will. in, in Portugal. We will. That's going to be a lot of fun during our yeah, global symposium here with Leading RE. Uh, that's going to be fun, and we're going to do a lot of work together on 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 many things. You know, here with Leading RE, we are. It's such a pleasure to work with property webmasters. Are there any final words, thoughts, or a message that you would like to share or leave us with uh, and, and and share with our audience? Um, well, yeah. For, I mean, obviously, this is a marketing discussion. So, from a marketing perspective, I just I just sort of leave with sort of try new things, um, make mistakes. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Um, refine from those mistakes uh, and, and grow your business basically so um, yeah it, it's, it's about that journey and, and it's about that uh, curiosity uh, from a marketing perspective of trying new things and, and I love that part of the, um, the work that we do here at Property Webmasters. Great, great. Thanks again so much. Say hi to your team from me and, uh, and uh, again uh, it's, uh, we're going to do amazing stuff uh, in the future and for everybody who's listening I would definitely highly recommend to have a conversation with this gentleman or at least with somebody of his team because I'm absolutely convinced that he is going to help you uh, to set up that brand strategy to help you have the best website in the world and at the same time uh, be able to uh, be part of your lead generation strategy. So. Uh, Property Webmasters is definitely the ones that uh, that can help you with that if you really want to take that to the next level. So again, uh, Jamie, thank you so much for your time. It was a great pleasure and, uh, and see you soon. See you next week. Thank you very much, Taco. I really appreciate the kind comments there and uh, thanks for your time and uh, for inviting me onto, the, onto this podcast and looking forward to the next one. Yeah, see you soon again. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for listening here. I have another episode here from our podcast, A Million Dollar Question. Next time we're going to have again a great guest, but for today, I think we had some wonderful information. See you next time. Bye-bye.